0: Wolfpack Marketing is proudly brought to you by The Internship, awakening the marketing channel you never knew you had.
1: Welcome everybody to uh, the next episode, episode 2 of Wolfpack Marketing, where we are unpacking everything and anything around the topic of Employee Advocacy, or as was suggested, uh, another name, Internal Influencing, and we're still getting some more um, suggestions from everybody, so keep sending those in. But in this episode, what we hope to unpack a little bit is just uh, the goals of Employee Advocacy. What is, why, Why even embark on an Employee Advocacy program? What are we trying to achieve? And again, I've got in the studio with me, Nicholas Kroll.
0: Hello, Kev. Nice to be here again.
1: Tells it, tells it, tells it. Yes, thank you very much for your time again, Nick. Um, so let's kick kick straight at it. Um, get straight at it. Kick it off. Mixing metaphors, right? <laughs> so, Nick, talk to me. Just, I mean, let's have a discussion around this issue. What are why why would anyone even consider utilising employee advocacy? What are the objectives and goals of employee advocacy?
0: Well, you know, Kev, I think businesses these days have got a bunch of objectives that they need to try and achieve. Uh, very, from a very high level, they need to get new customers, they need to keep existing ones, they need to make sure that their companies look like a great place to work, and just from a like a marketing perspective, they want brand awareness, you know. And from what all the statistics everywhere are telling us is that people trust brand messages in brackets advertising. Less today than they ever have, but they are trusting people um, as much as they ever have. So, think of word of mouth referrals and those type of things, recommendations. People love that kind of thing, it's very trusted. Um, there's no ad blocker that's going to stop that from being effective. And you know, with the advent of technology, and uh, everyone's on social media, and um, digital communication channels can reach many many more people than we can in person that companies are looking to a new channel or to open up a new channel to try and hit these objectives
1: right so so there i mean we spoke about it in the initial um introductory podcast was this this notion of social media or social media channels being available to us um they're there <coughs> um uh, the people are on them and listening to them and and it does, um, have more influence these days. People on those kinds of channels and, and cumulatively have more influence in the brand itself in terms of the communication. So that would be almost like what's available there. So the the question then still, maybe we can unpack a little bit more is is what are the goals that employee advocacy is particularly good at, at achieving or what, it, you know, why? Again, so there's still other channels available to us, right? So So why not use, yes, okay, so traditional advertising is, waning, if you like, in terms of its effectiveness, why not just use more of it to get more effectiveness?
0: I think traditional advertising, especially today, you're wasting a lot of your money because a lot of the eyeballs that consume that content uh, are irrelevant to that business. So by using things like social media, you can actually target a specific audience. So your message being relevant to those people hits home.
1: Okay, but that, and uh, the point taken. But then you could argue the same for any digital form of advertising. You can you can pinpoint that very accurately as to the eyeballs that are going to achieve it, and you can measure it. Um, <clears throat> and some would argue that it's you know, it's, in terms of that, then it's as effective um, as advertising may you know, traditional advertising you know, be it radio or TV or whatever has been um, that it's as effective. So why not just plug more of it at your audience?
0: I think because, you know, coming back to that point where brands are being trusted less and people's referrals are being trusted more, I think if you can get a targeted message across, but in the words of an expert, you know, through the voice of an expert or someone who's perceived to be an expert, that's when those messages start to become more successful in in their results. And I mean, if you put it into an influencer frame, you know, an expert who is uh, an expert in whatever he or she is talking about, then has power to influence, in this case, the buying uh, decision or purchase decision of another individual.
1: Okay, so we're talking about, um, I suppose, if, if I'm to sum it up, we're talking about the human connection element of, of communication rather than just uh, the brand speaking at. It's
0: a, it's a communication with. Hundred percent, and you know, people just remember. You know, social media is, and go to the first word: social. It's a yeah. conversation. It's a connection between two or more human beings. And I think a lot of the time in marketing and advertising, that element is forgotten. That it's actually you're actually talking to or with another person. And I think that's really the um, the opportunity that we have with social media is you can make that human connection.
1: Okay, so let's park that, um, let's, let's leave that there and let's go then to trying to understand what the elements are of implementing a successful employee, employee advocacy program. What, what are the things, because I, I suppose many people have tried it um, and, and have failed. I mean, we, we, we've come across, we've had conversations with people, oh, I've done this and it didn't work. What are the elements that would make something like this successful? What are are the ingredients that we have to put into this pot to get a decent
0: recipe? Well, let me, I mean, I think something that that jumps to my mind straight away, you know, is everyone's on social media or companies are on social media. They're either on all the platforms or one platform or a mix of platforms. And everyone tends to agree that being active on social media for business is a good idea. Having people telling their stories is a good idea. But when it comes to the execution or implementation, no one really has a crystal clear idea of a what to do, be how to do it, um, or even how to measure it and how to you know to define what success looks like. And to what you just said, when something doesn't provide a good business outcome, what's, what's the impression then that social media marketing or being active on social media for business doesn't work? You know, we come across that, right? So, uh, for me, like an initial comment would just be, if it's not done properly, it probably won't work. So, you have to be careful how you do it. You just can't just say, guys, go. Because go do what? You know, you have to to define and put a line in the sand. And uh, so, first thing for me to be successful is the people involved need to understand what the business is trying to achieve and what's in it for themselves as well. Because social media is personal, right? So <clears throat> let's maybe, let, maybe we can just unpack that. So what what is in it
1: for? I mean, because that's that's also obviously a, a very common um, obstacle potentially with employees because they're saying, "Guys, you are not paying me for this. Um, I don't want another, not something else to add to my KPIs here without being remunerated for it. So why that? Why would I even bother with this particular program for the company? There's a marketing department. Let them do it."
0: 100 percent you know it is a everyone has their personal profiles which doesn't belong to the company it belongs to the individual and unless the person can understand exactly what's in it for them why they should be active then you'll get that kind of resistance you know Um, so i'm just for me i mean i'm in sales and uh, i use social media all the time to research to connect with people to open conversations to provide information to to gather information and many people do that already without really thinking about it that they're actually doing it on behalf of the business so uh, and everyone's point of reference will also differ so if you say to a sales guy become active let me help you me coach you or be part of a structured program and you may sell more you know then it starts to hit home you know if you're talking to a technical guy maybe a financial analyst you know can say to that guy we'll give you help you gain a voice on social media so you can tell the world or show the world that you're an expert. His reputation in the industry also improves. So I think everyone's got their own frame of reference, and uh, and and what's in it for an individual is possibly different for each guy. So so the way I like to explain it is
1: <clears throat> in reference to um, brand equity, both personal brand equity and the businesses or the brands itselfs brand equity. And my view is is that what what the, what a, a proper and well-structured and well-implemented program will do was it will borrow equity from the brand, lend that to the employee or to the influencer, the internal influencer, who is able through that process and through a bit of training and some help and upskilling is able to, to elevate their own personal uh, professional brand online on that social, whatever social media channel we're talking about. And and then through that through their increasing their brand equity is 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 able to they are able to to lend some back if you like or to give some back to the brand, and so you have this step step approach where where each uh, the individual and the brand both benefit. It's a mutually beneficial relationship for both. That's the way that I like to explain it to to employees.
0: A hundred percent. You know we're not uh, we're not islands. Fortunately, you know, I'm a. I've got a bit more credibility because I represent a company or because I'm associated with another bigger organization or brand and uh, you know when people make themselves look like experts and show their their expertise on a topic they do give that uh, credibility equity back to the company they represent.
1: Okay so we unpacked then, you know what's in it for me so that's that's something which is an important component uh, is to is to get buy-in from the people who are going to be on the program what else
0: People don't know how to use social media for business in general. You now, I think that's probably why my That's probably my top reason why a social advocacy or an employee advocacy or internal influencer program will fail, is because people are so comfortable using social media for uh, or as a as a private personal individual that they will treat every single social media platform in the same way. Um, for me personally, I'm on a few different social media platforms, and on Facebook, for example, I talk about myself pictures of my kids, you know, family photos, holidays, those type of things, which is perfectly acceptable, it's normal, uh, it's, it's how everyone does it. Now, if I took that same approach to a business platform like LinkedIn and I start talking about myself, um, the silence will be deafening, I'm sure. You know, if, uh, if you but if you take a different approach. If you think, okay, what am I here to do from a business perspective? Here to make myself look good, my organization look good, tell some good brand stories, rally up some, hopefully at the end of the day, some new business. Um, how do I get that done? I need to serve my connections with content which is interesting, informative, at the end of the day has value in some way to make myself look good or to make myself look like that expert. So I think the approach or how people use social media platforms is probably for me the biggest one.
1: Okay, so then the ingredient then would be
0: training, training, hundred percent. Okay. So, so training and skills transfer. Right. Okay. So, so,
1: so spending some time um, in an in initial phase, getting people to. Uh, so we've sp- spoken about them understanding, you know, kind of why they're doing it, but now getting them to understand how to actually do it. What are the um, sort of critical components from their point of view in terms of putting themselves out there. Um, that's so that would come through training and an upskilling approach, okay? 100%. Sure. Um, then, um, then the the third element I mean, um, <clears throat> I mean, if I could possibly put one on the table, would be um, sort of a, a collaboration, collaboration approach, so
0: somebody to help and guide a uh, guidance, 100%. Um, as human beings and as human nature is, we take the path of least resistance, don't we? You know, we're, we're lazy buggers, and we'll only do what uh what we need to do to get by so especially if someone is not comfortable or um well versed or practiced in doing something, chances are it ends up at the bottom of their list you know so without some prompting in a positive way, chances that they participate properly are quite low, so yes, um to have somebody who they can be accountable to, someone that can help them along, especially if these are uh, newly learned skills are not polished yet. You know, get them to participate because if there's n- no uh, encouragement, if I can put it that way, then the participation will probably be subpar. And I think uh, to add to that
1: as well, is, and, and it's in a sense inherent in that collaboration guidance, is to have a pre-thought out uh, and, and a structured content plan from which to work. So both, you know, from an internal point of view, as well as from a collaborator's point of view. So everyone understands what the objectives are, make sure that that content plan ties in with the broader marketing and communication strategy of the business. Um, And obviously, further up into the strategy of, you know, not just the marketing strategy, but the actual business strategy. Um, And it's important to put that in place. And then everyone knows what they're working to, right?
0: 100%. You know, without a without knowing what success looks like you, you're, you're you know you're putting a blindfold on and trying to hit a moving target which is never going to work so yeah helpful to just even at a very high level map out your objectives to different kinds of content which can help achieve those objectives you know and it doesn't have to be super complicated i think the most important thing is that the topic or the uh i guess the topic is relevant to what that company is trying to achieve but second to that that the content or, or the the copy comes across as if it's that person speaking. Remember the human element. So, you know, when content comes across and it's been written by a copywriter and everyone in the company is sharing the identical piece of content, it's immediately obvious that it's not authentic. So
1: this is not about a cut and paste approach or having, to your point, a copywriter or somebody in marketing, writing out and producing content for everybody to distribute on their own platforms. This is about... Giving broad, broader, not broad, not like, you know, not infinite, but just an an open ended um, task, if you like, or scene, painting a scene and briefing that into the individual for their own interpretation so that, to your point, it goes out in their language, the language of their
0: particular tribe. 100%. You know, if, if someone's an expert in computer programming, you can't expect the marketing department to be as expertful in that, uh, you know, on that topic. Leave it up to the expert. And also, when that person's audience is reading what he's writing or watching his video or something like that, they'll know immediately if it's him talking or not. So I think authenticity and you know, let the people leverage their own expertise. That's why they're there. That's why they've been chosen as influencers because they have that inherent uh, knowledge.
1: Okay, so we've got, uh, you know, the first ingredient. What's in it for me? Second ingredient would be the training and the upskilling. The third would be guidance, collaboration, which includes the content plan. Fourth element: making sure that this program is going to be successful.
0: Hundred percent. You know, you, you've got to have a uh, a plan. You have to know what success looks like. So that maybe comes down to keeping track of what's happening. Measurement. Yeah, measurement, monitoring. And almost as important as, as you know, keeping track of the numbers, feeding that back into the system so that you can adjust and iterate and change to make mm-hmm. sure that you are driving, you know, towards that uh, – that, that nirvana.
1: So, typically, what what kind of measurement um, criteria would we be looking at? What are the items we're going to be looking at, and how do we how do we or how do we measure, and how do we
0: feed back that measurement to the team? Well, we know to be successful on social media, you need to be present and you need to be active. So, I think for me, number one, is the are the participants active? You know, are they being r- consistently there? Are they posting regularly? Are they staying in their lane on their topic? you know that also works to the strength of these uh, social media algorithms you know giving your content the best chance of being seen by the right people so definitely participation in uh, participation consistency is fantastic that should be measured but an objective should needs to be set at the beginning right post once a week that's great if if you want to post twice or three times a week always do that you know then the the artificial intelligence sitting within these platforms gets to know you Gets to know what you're about and actually does a good job serving your content secondly to be effective you need to reach the the people that you're trying to talk to so make sure your audience is of the right design so if you're talking to it managers start connecting and continue connecting with it managers within the companies that you're trying to talk to so audience is very important and so i would say you know measure and monitor make sure the content is going out like it should be and is the audience always growing in size without forgetting the quality of that audience so again not a shotgun approach be selective but add people to the audience all the time and then if i can add one last one probably you want to make sure that your content is reaching enough people and this is where i think the wolfpack part of it comes in um, on a platform like LinkedIn, specifically, if you comment and if you engage with other yep. people's content, it amplifies the reach of that content. Right. So I think those three things. So
1: that's where that's where the um, you know the old, the old uh, overused uh, buzzword of synergy comes in. Is that so that the 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 efforts of, the cumulative efforts of the team is really what's going to drive the algorithm to to get that content of each of those people distributed. Um, to the um, well, not to a wider audience, right?
0: Absolutely, definitely, yeah. Now, without without playing as a team, you're uh, you're leaving a lot on the table, I think. Okay, brilliant. Something uh, we didn't chat about, yep. and something that just popped into my mind, yep. you know, and it's great that we can chat about it, is uh, is around your social media profile, your personal social media profile, and how does that line up with, um, you know, is it congruent with your business? Does it represent you nicely as a professional?
1: Hundred percent from my point of view. So my t- my my is hundred percent. So the, the is is that and, and exactly part of that the training and the upskilling is exactly about that. That initial uh, you know those initial few steps which can just you know twenty eighty principle where like twenty percent of a little bit of effort can really result in a in a massive difference in terms of how you are viewed online and what your profile presence is online, and that's before you even start um, putting yourself out there. Um, and to your point, to make sure that that's congruent with with your professional physical uh, profile, if you like. Um, so that is an important, and that's a really, really important part of the training. Is you know, and, and it goes also with the do's and don'ts of social media broadly. You know, like, um, and and to make sure that people are, are behaving in a way which is is not incongruent with social media norms um, in a, in a professional sense. And also is congruent in terms of how the business would like to be represented.
0: Hundred percent. I mean, just, it's like a practical example. I saw today, in fact, um, I was meeting with a company. Excuse me, and um, I just went into LinkedIn to see who works at that company, and a couple of the people had their company logo as their profile photograph. Right. You know, okay. um, I would never recognize them if I met them in person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's just a silly example, but it's um, you know I think it's very important to show who you are uh, because it also comes down at the end of the day to trust and if you don't have trust you can't have any kind of influence and that's essentially what uh, you know individuals operating on behalf of the business need to be able to do is influence the buying decisions of their customers.
1: Okay well that's great Nick I really appreciate that Um, and I think what I'm going to do is we're going to we'll cut it there and and, um, because in our next episode we will talk about the key elements um, and so it segues really nicely into that next episode is the key elements of a, a, in particular, a LinkedIn profile, and what are those elements, and how do we get those elements? Um, you know, how do we improve that profile using that twenty eighty principle, getting it up to speed, making sure that it really re- represents well who we're trying to represent um, as our professional selves. Yeah, that's so, right. So we'll deal with that next time. So, Nick, thanks very much, everybody. Um, yeah, please um, check, out, um, um, uh, check out our stuff on LinkedIn if you like. We are, we're both on LinkedIn. You'll easily be able to find us, Kevin Kirby and Nicholas Krill. Um, hook up with us, send us some email if you like to. Um, and yeah, hit the subscribe button. And I hope you're enjoying the series. Give us some feedback. And until next time, cheers.
0: Cheers.